What's up, everybody? Evski here from Dad Legend. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I just wanted to talk a little bit about what's been going on with me in the meta, how the game of Hearthstone has been looking. Um, yeah, I've been I've been enjoying it. I got a little bored there, but um, just after the last Vicious Syndicate report, everybody kind of kind of came out was playing the same same stuff. Um, but I think the meta has been pretty good. So I've got Hearthstone open in the background here to kind of take a look at um, and talk about. But um, yeah, I finished the last season. I ended up dinging Legend on the second last day of the month. And what did I climb with? Oh, I went back to my tried and true. Uh, I had a take on the Bomb Warrior that was just feeling good. Actually, I think I've got my list here. Let me just take a look. I had in some fun little tech cards. I ended up, I'm playing the Pirate Package with... Ankara um, and Armor Smiths and Risky Skippers because it's just so good versus Rogue um, and any aggro. And Hunter, it really helped with as well. I also have a Frightened Flunkies in there. Um, I ended up having one Evil Quartermaster, that extra five armor just works so nice with Shield Slam. Um, and then pretty greedy with the uh, Captain Greenskin and the Doctor to get those extra swings with the bombs. Uh, that was always really helpful. Um, it's nice because it has the athletic studies, which sometimes gets you an extra doctor. Um, but I'm also playing with Harrison Jones. I teched that in too. Uh, it was just so great versus other warriors to get the cards. Because you're not really playing the long, long game with this one. It's not a fatigue deck or anything. It kind of has control elements. But yeah, I actually quite enjoyed the bomb warrior. So I was happy to ding with that. I've dinged three times, two with warrior. The first was an enraged warrior. Uh, the second was with Res Priest, and then this one was with the Bomb Warrior. So, yeah, I like a, my Warrior. It's feeling good. Uh, I always like to go back to it, but lately I've been... Um, and actually, earlier on in the season, last season, right after the expansion dropped, I was I always enjoy tinkering around, seeing what everybody's doing, trying out just some of the legendaries that I get, whether they're good or bad. Um, I had good success with Big Warrior. I had good success with... Um, just steel priest, I suppose, with those that, because there are some nerfs coming up. I guess I could talk about that a little bit as well. But the, yeah, the Cabal Acolytes, they're just so good for two sixes. I'm running a, I made my own little Evski list. Um, it's kind of like pure priest. I don't think it even runs a single card that's not a priest card. No, it's all priest cards. Raise Dead is just so good with the Sethic Veilweavers, Madame Lazuls. And uh, yeah, every priest minion basically uh, it tops out. I'm not even running the mirrors on package because you don't even need it. You just steal everybody else's big minions. Uh, you got a psych split, psych split in there to uh, to really take something nasty. It's good against pure pally, but uh, but yeah, I always have fun with the priest. Feel like a bit of a jerk playing it, but not not as bad as like Highlander priest or something. Maybe it feels bad. It's fun to play, bad to play against. So it depends what kind of mood you're in. Um, I've been having a lot of fun playing Quest Rogue lately as well. It makes for some janky games. It can out-jank and out-steal the priests. So that can be a really fun matchup that lasts a long time. But today, um, after a lot of hesitation, I have made a Tortillan Turtle Mage. And I gotta say, I quite like it. I'm, I'm crushing with it. I even made... What is it? The Sphere of Sapience? It's kind of a cool card. I crafted it because it was a neutral. 
I think it could be neat in a lot of other decks as well. This list that I'm running has the Lore Keeper Polkelt uh, with the Sphere of Sapience. I'm still learning it. it definitely, I, my last matchup that I won, I'm just in rank four right now. So I hit Dad Legend. What did I hit it with? With my Priest. Um, and then now I'm just in rank four. I think I'm like, I don't know, five and three. I have another version of this list that has like, uh, this one doesn't even run. They got rid of the, um, well, they're playing the Sun Reaver War Mages now. Oh, in case, I guess I should start explaining the cards just because I'm not used to that. The old five mana four four that does a battle cry deal four damage if you're holding a spell that costs five more. That's your main damage activator that you get back with the potion of illusions. So, uh, but yeah, this list that I've, I was playing as well, it's got King Mukla in there, got a couple mana sabers. I want to call them man sabers. It sounds a little, yeah. How PC do I want to be on this podcast? <laughs> Not sure yet. So, yeah, uh, Mage is a class that I've only got huh, only 762 wins with so i'm quite a ways away from the thousand wins portrait i have it for almost every class except for pally mage and shaman as the brits would say um out of those mage is actually my least played one let me just make a quick shaman here just to see for my own knowledge i don't even have a shaman dex or pally dex ah, i'm not going to do that but i think the pally and the shaman are in the mid eights so yeah it's really crazy because i i like mage i'm pretty i feel quite confident playing it but I, i'm just surprised that maybe my win rate was lower than the other decks uh yeah man my druid i've got lots of wins it's always interesting when you identify as a class or you play or a certain play style and then when you just look at the data yeah, my druid has 1,330 wins. I would not have said that I was a druid main or anything, but my priests, if you asked me what class you like playing and why, I mean, I, I like control decks. I like reactive decks. Uh, so priests, I have almost 1,200 wins with. I've got more wins with druid. Go figure. Now, to be fair, most priest matches probably are a lot longer than Druid. Over the, what, six years I've been playing this game, um, I would still say I've probably played more with the Priest. And my win rate is probably higher with the Druid. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Warrior, I'm almost at 1,500. So, yeah, Warrior is definitely my jam. Well, even Warlock I've got over 1,400 wins with. Rogue, ooh, 15, 21. Looks like. Hunter, I'm almost at 1,200 wins. So there you go. I guess Rogue is my number one, Warrior number two, and then Druid. Ooh, Priest and Hunter are very similar. Yes, going off on a tangent there. Uh, we have some nerfs coming down the pipes too, which is very interesting. Uh, let me see here. I'm just at the Vicious Syndicate. And what do I got here on HS Replay? Might as well talk about what's the top. Hunter is the most highest winningest class, followed by Paladin just when it comes to win rates as of what's the date today, September the 6th. Um, yeah, they've got tier one. The, the latest Vicious Syndicate didn't even have a, any decks at tier one. So people think that the meta feels pretty balanced. Um, I guess it does. I guess it does. It doesn't feel fresh. I guess it's been about a month now. Things have settled quite a bit. We know what's what. 
I guess the downside with where I think the meta is right now is that each class doesn't really have multiple archetypes. Whether they, they'll say that it does, but when you are playing and you see um, a paladin, you know it's, it's pure paladin. So, I mean, when people are talking about the best meta they've ever experienced, I mean, I, I still, I guess it's hard not to go back to <laughs> Journey of Angoru, but only just because of the variety of play styles. Um, yeah, Hunter right now, I guess we've got, it's mostly Face Hunter. Highlander Hunter, I don't really see those very often, but I'm sure they're still around and I'm sure it's still strong, but the, the more aggressive versions of Hunter. So Hunter feels pretty one-dimensional at the moment. Um, Demon Hunter, yeah, I guess they've got two builds, Face and then the uh, the Soul version of it, which I think is quite strong. Um, I think it could probably still be refined a little bit. Yeah, Druid is just mostly Guardian package, cheating out stuff. I imagine that there's some quest... Well, I like Quest Druid. I think it's still pretty strong. And the... What's the side quest? What am I trying to say? The, one, the, the spell where you cheat out minions. Big Druid. Uh, I think Big Druid... I'm surprised nobody's been really experimenting with that because I think that Big Druid, there's got to be something there. Um, yeah, I'm just going through the mage. Seems like it's got a bit of variety right now. Cyclone, Highlander, and Turtle Mage. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like when you queue into mage. I mean, you mostly assume that it's a Cyclone Mage. Um, so I guess mage has a bit of a bit of diversity, which is nice. Priest, <laughs> they all they all kind of suck to play against. And they're all going to steal your cards. So uh, I, I have played with some aggro priest myself. Just where you're... Um, it, it does has a couple cool cards with psych splits and things like that. Where you can take little minions with high health and just dump your hand and try and win the board. And you either win early or you, or you, you don't have very much card generation. I wonder if you could play it with an Octasari. No, one thing we all know is that one legendary card in your deck, you'll play eight games and never see it. So don't do that. Yeah, Rogue. What's up with Rogue? It has multiple builds, but they all kind of feel the same. As somebody who has my most wins with a Rogue, man, I feel like those wins have not come from the last couple of years. I mean, I, I enjoyed the old Quest Rogue. I enjoyed King's Bane Rogue. Um... I used to love me some Mill Rogue. Man, I'm sad. I feel like I'm. I like the jerk builds. <laughs> Steel Priest, Mill. Oh, Mill Druid was a fun thing for a while too. Fatigue Mage. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, I'm a jerk. Um, but yeah, the Rogue stuff. I did like. There was a version of Galakrond Rogue. I never really played Galakrond Rogue much, but the newest version with the Pull Celts in there, so that when you do use your generators which is the the galakrond himself as well as your heist baron Togwaggle, all the cards that you get if you play those cards after you played pull kelt then you make sure that your high value cards are cheap and that's pretty cool because usually whenever i was playing galakrond rogue um yeah your free cards or your backstabs and your shadow steps nice that always feels bad man shaman apparently has multiple builds <laughs> Uh, yeah, I played some Totem Shaman. It's not very consistent. High roll, high lose. Um, yeah, and then Warlock and Warrior. Warlock has a couple. I do, I do quite like the the Pain Lock, Emo Lock, we'll call it. I guess. Um, I think with Flesh Giants and Pen Flingers and stuff, I think it's kind of neat. 
but just when you go against face hunter uh, or stealth rogue and they just curve out which they always seem to and then you play that deck and you're left with like double secret passage and shadow step or something but then you play against it and they're just yeah they're mowing you down so i'd like to see a little more experimentation with warlock but what do they need and why isn't quest warlock a thing that's that's one card that i don't have i have a pretty decent collection i was always on the fence about making the quest there's a few decks that i've been hater on for years but i'm trying to come around me playing the turtle mage was me trying to be like okay why don't i give some of these kinds of decks a chance people say it's a high ceiling skill level deck um let's give it a try and i did quite enjoy it i have to say so yeah and lastly just looking at warrior big warrior bomb warrior pirate warrior has kind of vanished um warriors got tools what do they keep giving warrior taunts they want you to make a taunt warrior Uh, i always try that every once in a while but then you just kind of run out of resources it's strong there's some really big walls that you can build but you don't have that resource generator so unless you put in like some sort of pirate package in heavy enrage um battle you know drawing cards um yeah i just don't really see that being a thing so yeah so looking just again talking about each of the classes there doesn't feel like there's a ton of diversity it feels pretty even i mean you can win with whatever you want but i love trying new cards um, especially cards that aren't really in the meta right now and trying to build around them. And it just doesn't really feel like there's enough tools at this very moment to uh, to really do that. So, so yeah, this, as far as, so with the last season I finished up with, um, I think I went nine and one. And, you know, I was hanging out in that, yeah, the no man's land pain. Well, we've been, we've been thinking of good names for that when you're just at rank one, rank two, you can't enjoy the meta. If you accidentally get yourself there through playing good from Dad Legend, and all of a sudden you're at rank two, rank one, you're just like, ah, all of a sudden there's this pressure to just finish it up, just ding. Sometimes it feels good to do that, and then sometimes it feels bad. Last season, yeah, about halfway through the season, I I went against my boss for Legend four times, and every one I just got riggedy wrecked, and it just... Yeah, it was demoralizing. And then all of a sudden you're like, man, I, I knew because I've done it a couple of times, I knew that it wasn't that I was a bad player um, or I'm making bad choices. You just get blown out sometimes. And I have a very, I take it really personally when I lose, you know, especially when I was playing well. And then it feels like they're just top decking and not playing well. I mean, the choices in the decks they're playing, I understand that that's part of the skill, but it, it feels, I mean, some games you just can't win. So you just kind of got to get back on the horse and uh, yeah, and just play. So it really not looking at the rank and playing the decks that you like. Um, It's nice to have play different decks, but it's nice to play the ones that you're comfortable with as well. So I I have a tendency to bounce around. If I lose once or twice with a deck, that deck's like dead to me. So I always move back on. So every time that I ding or go on heaters, that's usually, yeah, how I climb. So this, I just hit Dad Legend, like I said, with my priest that I made. It was just a go into your collection, start clicking on the cards I think are good. And um, and yeah, a few of those cards are going to get nerfed. So let's talk about the upcoming, upcoming Hearthstone nerfs. Because, what is it, 18.2, right? 
I, there we go, 18.2 patch notes. And I think these will go live on Tuesday. So today is Sunday, September 6th. Not sure how long it'll take for this episode to air, but um, oh, yeah, there's lots of battleground stuff coming, which is pretty cool. I have been having some fun. Okay, I'll look at that later. <laughs> uh, here we go. Ah, uh, yes, the old secret passage is going from five cards to four cards. Still costs one mana. Still get to cycle and dig for the saps. Uh, I think it's still strong. It's going to see play. I don't think I would recommend dusting it if you like Rogue. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what does Rogue, Rogue have for generators? They've got Cutting Class. They've got Greyheart Sage. And Secret Passage is just one more. There's almost no reason not to run it. At least one copy of it. Still a top tier card. I can't imagine that it's... People are going to really cut it out, but we'll see. Uh, it'll be interesting. So yeah, I'll probably keep that one around. Cable, Cable Acolyte, uh, four mana, two, six. Spellburst, gain control of a random enemy minion with two or less attack. Six health. Yeah, that's pretty crazy that it was a two, six for four. That's pretty good. They're neutering him down to two, four. That's pretty drastic. I mean, I guess the effect is so strong. Um, four mana weapons will be able to get through them so they've got demon hunter plays them warrior plays it often paladin plays it so four mana true silver champions weren't able to chew through the old body uh, but they will be able to chew through this body so but then you'll have stolen their stuff i mean the way that i usually played in priest you're you're using it for the stealing effect it's not so much the taunt that was just a bonus you still get a taunt so it can help you versus aggro. So I think it'll still be used, but it's just, it's not as strong. I'm not going to be dusting it, but yeah, 2-4. That, that does suck pretty bad, especially because, you know, if, if Demon Hunter takes their Battle Fiend and gives it 2 health with their sidekick, and then you're stealing, what, little 1-1s? One and then that sidekick will be able to trade with it. So, yeah, I don't know if I love that change. I mean, I guess that card is just pretty bananas, so I'm okay with it. I like playing it, but again, playing against it can kind of feel bad. Totem Goliath. Yeah, sweet. What card? Cool. Uh, yeah, 5 five mana 4-5 going up to a 5 mana 5-5. Five, five. Uh, with one less overload. So then you can play another five mana card on the turn after. So if you play this card on curve, five mana, five fives, pretty strong. If you kill it, you have four uh, all basic totems, including one taunt, and then uh, they'll only be overloaded one, so they'll be able to play a five mana card on the next turn, such as uh, Bloodlust. So that, which could, if you don't clear the totems, I mean, that'll threaten, what, one damage already on the board, so 13 damage. So, yeah. Is it enough to save Shaman? Mm, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'll tinker around with him. I don't even know if I have him. He's an epic. Uh, and then, oh, two more. Yeah, just Warlock stuff. Archwitch Willow, eight mana, nine mana, seven, seven, turning into an eight mana, five, five. Like, why are they changing the stats so much? <laughs> Wasn't playing eight mana, seven, seven wouldn't be insane. Battlecry, summon a random demon from your hand and deck. Yeah, okay, I guess I guess she summons two. That's pretty huge. I have the card. 
I don't think I've really looked at her twice. I love what's interesting though is I loved playing big demons on Demon Hunter, but I've never even thought to do that with Warlock. Although now that I'm seeing this nerf, it almost makes me want to go look at my Warlock cards and uh, an experiment. I love to tinker. Uh, then lastly, Dark Glare, the three mana, three, four. The old spider tank uh, is being changed to a two mana, two, three, that only brings you back one mana crystal. Still strong. I think that's actually pretty cool, being able to uh, play it on turn three. Then if you like raise dead, I'm just wondering how it would work. If you almost played on curve on turn two, then they kill it. And then you play it on turn three, you raise dead. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I think that card is still kind of cool. Refreshing two mana crystals was just bonkers. Um, yeah, it's kind of funny how you have these ideas. You're like, this would be a cool card. But then later you're like, hey, that's an innervate. That's an old unnerfed innervate. Um, so probably a good change there. So those are the changes. I, th I thought I heard that they go live on Tuesday, September 8th. Where did I hear that? Uh, let me see if they say so. On September 15th. Oh, new heroes solo experience. Oh, cool. Yeah, here we go. September 8th, um, the battle of the patch kicks off. So there you go. For your battleground players, there's going to be new stuff coming. I'm not going to talk too much about battlegrounds today. Uh, I'll talk more about it in the future. I've been having some pretty good success. I'm still hovering around, in case you're curious, uh, around MMR 6,500. Um, that seems to be where I kind of just have floated around naturally. I'm not really into the meta too much. I don't really know the... Uh, I, I, I can see the builds people are, are doing with the um, uh, in the late game stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I, I tend to hang out around there. Um, and yeah, I still quite enjoy it. So there's new heroes coming. There will be lots to talk about. <laughs> new solo content coming. I'm not a big solo content kind of guy, so don't really care about that. And then, uh, oh, Heroic Brawlzeum coming on September 23rd. So, yeah, we'll see. Maybe if we can find a deck by then that I'm not bored of and crushing with, uh, we'll go from there. So I just wanted to kind of talk and shoot the breeze with this. All right, look at that. 22 minutes, my new record. Thanks to anybody who's listening out there. I just... You know, Hearthstone's something that I've, like I said, I've been playing it for six years. It's it's almost one of the only constants in my life. So I like talking about it. I like playing it. Um, soon I, I'll try and create a platform that we can, uh, if anybody out there likes to chat about cards or fun builds or just shoot the breeze, have some friends on your friends list. Uh, that's kind of all I'm trying to do and accomplish with this podcast for now. So I just want other people that want to talk about the game um, I know sometimes I just like to listen, whether you fall asleep or you're in your car ride and you just want a little bit of company. Hopefully that's what I can provide with this. So if there's any topics or cards or anything, I'll think of some things that I will try and do for future recordings. But for right now, just shooting the breeze. So thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time.